0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jamari Tansmore from Lake Forest College. You're listening to The Lake Forest Podcast.
1: Welcome to The Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete, and I also live in Lake Forest. Hey, we got a sponsor for the show, Neuro Noodle. Hey, parents of athletes, it's playoff season time. If your kid gets knocked around, you better get a brain map so you got something to compare to in case, you know, should he get back on the field or not? You know what I'm saying, Jamar? You got to keep that noodle together.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All
1: right. Don't call me, sir. I work for a living. (laughs) Visit visit NeuroNoodle.com and schedule an appointment now. Okay. One of the things we like to do here at the Lake Forest Podcasts is to chat about our local peeps doing local good. We are joined today by Campbell Trophy finalist Jamari Tansmore from Lake Forest College, the Foresters. Jamari, thanks for That's coming right. on the show today.
0: Yeah, Pete, thank you so much for having me. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, this is my first time ever being on the podcast. So I'm really excited. And uh, when I saw are your you message, kidding me? that, yeah, no, no, Pete, I'm, I'm telling you the God, God honest truth. And uh, um, when I saw your message today, I definitely you know, said, you know, that would be very cool. I couldn't pass up the opportunity. So once again,
1: uh, thank thank you for
0: having me on the show and for all you do for Lake
1: Forest. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, thank you for being a baller, man. You you play (laughs) ball on the field and off the field. Tell us about this award that you were up for.
0: Uh, So originally, I didn't really know much about the award at first, um, other than I've seen guys on my team also be – considered finalist or semi semifinalist for the award as well in the past. Uh, but that's yeah. pretty much it. So shout out to my old uh, teammate, John Kalasako, Forrester alum Tom Steen. He also, I, I believe, was a nominate, nominee for the award as well. Uh, and just through my nomination, I've been able to learn more about it. And uh, it commemorates, you know, the most elite scholar athletes uh, in the country across all divisions of NCAA football, both division one, two, II, and three. So definitely uh, I'm very honored to be nominated. Considered for the award.
1: So, yeah, when I when I played ball, I don't think I was nominated for that. I, I think it only came out in 1990. Plus, uh, I don't know if I was that much of a scholar uh, back in the day, like you. <laughs> hey, man, you're from Arizona. What are you doing all the way over here? Yeah, well, a couple of things. First
0: of all, uh, Coach Cat just came and got me. Okay. Arizona football has a lot of talent out there that goes unrecognized because. One thing that I really noticed from playing in Arizona and being from there is that um, there's a lot of good players, a lot of good talent, but often a lot of guys are undersized. And, you know, when it's D1 colleges, you know, basically has the only option out there, you know, ASU, U of A, NAU, and no real, you know, quote unquote, small ball options, speaking to, you know, D2 and D3 students. You know, a lot of guys get overlooked because they didn't pass the eye test. You know, for me personally, you had to be 6'2 plus, you know, 280 pounds plus to even get, you know, spoken to. By one of yeah. the uh, D1 college coaches and me here, here I am, you know, five nine, five ten in Timberland boots, uh, and you know, two hundred and fifty pounds. So uh, I didn't really pass the eye test to a lot of the D1 coaches, uh, but nonetheless, I was a very talented player. Basically, Arizona has been, you know, Coach Cast's feasting ground because you know we at this point we have about forty players on the team from Arizona, and that's won us a lot of football games. So I definitely oh, want wow. to give a shout out to Arizona football and and, and just. How we've been putting ourselves on the map, talent-wise and football-wise, as a state as a whole. So,
1: hey, Kluasan mm-hmm. on the Foresters, man, how'd you guys do this year? What's what's the story? So
0: the Foresters, right now, we're currently six and 5 and zero in conference play. So we're looking to keep that ball rolling. Um, we have our probably our toughest part of the schedule coming up here as we get into you know conference championship contention and playoff contention. So we're really uh, riding high right now, and we really want to okay. keep that going into the playoffs.
1: Now I've only lived in Lake Forest three years. I normally have my co-host on, Scoo Walker. He's lived here 57 years. He's the voice of the uh, Lake Forest High School Scouts, and he clues me in on what's going on. If I want to catch your game, like where am I going? Clue me in. A lot of people move into the area, and they say, "Oh man, we got a college here, and they got a six and zero team. How do I go check them out? What's the story?"
0: Definitely just come by the Lake Forest College on Farwell Field. You know, it's right there on campus. Uh, very easy, very accessible. And that's honestly, in my opinion, one of the advantages of playing at a smaller school is that, you know, everything is just right there. Not too far from downtown, not too far from the city. You just, you know, just up, I think it's Illinois Road. I, I yeah, yeah. Just if you find your way to Farwell Field on a Saturday afternoon, you know, we'll, we'll be playing some good football out there. So uh, definitely come out and support us. I really appreciate it.
1: All right. Now I'm hard of hearing and, you know, I got I got knocked around a little bit. My, my, <laughs> my, my noodle is off. What's the remaining schedule? Who do you play next? When do I go to the field? You got to clue me in. I got I'm a you, fair yes. I'm a fair weather fan. You guys are undefeated. So that yeah. that that checks the box. All right. I, I may have to check <laughs> these guys out.
0: Of course. So uh, our remaining schedule, we have four games left. Uh, we have Grinnell College this weekend on Saturday at home at Farwell okay. Field. And then we have uh, one of our big, tough conference opponents uh, against Monmouth College the next week, uh, away at Monmouth College. And the last two okay. games will also be at home, the first of which being against Beloit College. And that's going to be Senior Day. where We're commemorating okay. all the seniors and parents' day as well. And then the last game of the season will wrap up against uh, University of Chicago at home uh, as well. And I believe they're all... Um, all except the last one are one o'clock starts. Now they believe that last was a twelve noon start. So,
1: okay, of those uh, remaining games, which is going to be the toughest one, you think?
0: We're probably one of the top three teams in the conference, including you know, mom in college, New Chicago. So I'm really looking forward to both those games. But okay. like we like to say in Lake Forest, man, our most important game, our toughest game is the next one we have. So uh, we okay. just got to make sure we take care of Grinnell this week and not look forward to anything and keep being who
1: we are, you know. So. All right. Well said. Coach is smiling. You got it. <laughs> you were born at night, but not last night. I understand. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, man, you're Definitely. pretty smart. What do you What are you studying?
0: So I am a economics and data science uh, double major. And within data science, there's three tracks at the college. Uh, that's yeah. more of my focal my focal major. Uh, there's finance, there's uh, computer science, and there's statistics. And statistics is my concentration. And that's basically kind of uh, where my Interest lie mostly uh, because like I'm I'm, you know always been very good in my numbers very good and a pretty good math student coming up so uh, I really didn't know I had a big interest in numbers in math in data you know in stats until know I got here and started taking a couple econ classes the way data drives you know a lot of the things that explain our economy you know that's kind of what got me hooked on to data as well as you know econ when it comes to you know uh, how data explains public policy and things of that nature. And those are basically where my interests lie academically.
1: Got it. Okay. So, uh,
0: when do you graduate? I'm planning on graduating this spring uh, 2022, May
1: 2022. Okay. And, you know, we got a few uh, business owners in town, you know, CEOs, uh, a lot of C level people. What kind of company are you thinking about working for? Or they already give you offers already.
0: Uh, not, you're not at that point yet. I'm still in the, uh, the networking process, you know, putting my yeah. resume in. I'm just making sure, you know, I'm doing my due diligence on that. But as far as I don't really believe in a dream job, because I don't, I don't yeah. think your job is a dream job until you actually started working it. So, but if I had to answer that question as to, you know, what kind of company I would like to, you know, be a part of I would say you know since I'm a big football guy it would be really cool to you know do data analytics within the sports industry somewhere I've you know oh, had yeah. a couple in informational interviews with companies like Stats Perform and out of Chicago and other companies that specifically deal with you know sports data so that's definitely an interest of mine but it's not you know I'm not really hell-bent on just you know sports industry I can definitely you know venture out into other industries as well so
1: you got an open mind
0: definitely definitely
1: all right, so maybe it used to be Stats Incorporated. I don't even know what the company is anymore. But I, there's a game played in numbers. So you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Where do you hang out in town, man? You, you're always studying, of course. But you know, <laughs> I happen to be walking down the street. Where, where would I bump into Jamari at? Uh,
0: well, I, that's kind of a tough question to you know answer because it's like it's not really just Lake Forest as the hangout spots. It's definitely you know we go. A lot of times to Vernon Hills, which is the closest, you know, movie theater mall and a lot of, you know, eating right. places out there as well. And just other, you know, surrounding neighborhoods and surrounding cities that, you know, are in Lake County as well. Uh, I kind of venture out kind of everywhere, you know, wherever the best food spots yeah. are, best yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. spots to hang out. Obviously, you know, Forest Park Beach is a big hangout spot for me. Cheese Pub, definitely, you know, go down go down there to watch the game and stuff like that. Cheap, um, yeah. And obviously, it helps that the train station is right there. So, you know, really, uh, when it comes to, you know, going to Chicago and back, you know, the world is pretty much our oyster. You know, we can just go and do whatever we want to do. Yeah. Uh, So, but as far as Lake Forest, definitely, definitely the Forest Park Beach, you know, definitely Chief's Pub, you know, um, Sweets, you know. um,
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: Sweet Shop over there.
1: Definitely over there,
0: <laughs> Ferentino's pizza, very, very good over there. Uh, yeah, so yeah. There's, there's a lot of spots I go to around Lake Forest, you know, uh, get my good feeling. So,
1: so Arizona, get about 40 40 kids from there. How did Coach find Arizona? You know, did how um, do you, is he see from there? What's his background? You know,
0: that's actually a question that you know, probably is for Coach Cat because I don't, I, yeah. I honestly don't know, you know, I honestly don't yeah, know yeah. Uh, because you know that he's been recruiting Arizona far, you know, before I even, you know, you know, existed in his mind. So, um, and that's why I really want to, like I said, give a big shout out to Arizona football, what they've been doing as far as putting themselves on the map, because, you know, we're not quite Texas or Florida, or California, yeah, but we're really getting up there. Coach Cat probably would hate me for saying this, but, you know, yeah. if you're a college coach, recruiter, definitely get down to Arizona and get you some guys because they can really win some <laughs> games for you, you know, because, you know, I, I think Coach Cat wants Arizona to be his best kept secret, but unfortunately, Arizona football isn't a secret anymore. So uh, there's a lot of talented kids out there. And also shout out to my high school, where I played high school football at Chandler, Arizona, uh, Ch- Chandler High School. Definitely P, if you got a chance to do some research and some homework on yeah. Chandler, Chandler football, uh, do yeah. that because that's the second to none program football wise, life wise, academic wise, I wouldn't be who I am, where I am today without, you know, uh, the influence I got from there. Uh, coach Iguano, who's currently the, uh, running backs coach at Arizona state, uh, the current yeah. head coach, uh, coach Garrison, my, my old D line coach, coach Hawthorne, just shout out to all those guys, you know, molding me and, and sharpening me to who I am today. So, um, Real good football, championship football being played all around in Arizona. And that's I think that's what brought Coach Kat to you know to uh, yeah, yeah. Arizona. All the talent that's there that people just skip over and just miss, you know. And you think they be they they just you know I feel like all the other D one schools they're they're crazy for you know passing over some of these guys. And it's funny because yeah. a lot of my a lot of my peers back home they would get offers from other places before you know asu you know you know our quarterback i believe he got an offer from alabama before asu and, and that just speaks good. to you know how the recruiting is back home um but the more the merrier and it's, you know, it's all good for coach Cactus. he can go over there and clean house whenever he wants to so <laughs> so
1: so how does it work at your, your level okay i was a one double a guy now it's football subdivision whatever it's called it's southern illinois you got five visits, you know, they flew you out or whatever. How did it work at your level? Did you have to pay your own way? Do they cover it? Uh, how does that uh, work?
0: Yeah, so I did pay my own way to visit. First so Coach Cat came and met me and met my yeah. parents, you know. He, he he comes to Arizona four times a year recruiting, uh, which tells you how important the state is for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, rightfully so. And then after that, you know, we set up a visit, you know, obviously – I had to pay my way for a visit um, to fly up there. But once I got there, everything was all, you know, expense paid to me. You know, they they, they kept me, um, shout out to my old teammate, Matt Leonard. Uh, He's the one one that um, hosted me, you know, on on my visit. And that's how they do it here. They don't, they don't put you in, you know, hotels or anything. They put you out with the football players right in the dorm rooms. That's one of the most, one, that's one of the things I really love about, you know, college visits and stuff like that is that you really get an authentic sense of what Lake Forest is because you literally, you know, there with the guys, with the players, um, and at the school. So uh, other yeah. than that, you know, food, you know, all the tours, all that kind of stuff, they, they, they took good care of me. So I, lo- I love the culture there. You know, good school, good football, you know, great people. And it was just the best fit for me. So uh, and a lot of that came from that visit. So I definitely am appreciative of that.
1: So somebody wants to check out Lake Forest College or think about playing ball there. Tell Coach Cat, hey, uh, Big Pete wants to uh, have him on the show, help him recruit. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course, definitely. I mean, <laughs>
0: and I, and if he get i bet you if he can find a time, he'll he'll be more than happy to get on. Oh yeah,
1: switch. he's got he's busy. Yeah. He's busy. I understand. <laughs> but when it comes to recruiting time, when he when he puts his sales hat on, uh-huh. you know, I, I, I'm here <laughs> for him. All right, so if I go to the field now, what's going on at the field? They they got any food over there, you know? What what's the uh, what's it like over there for the fan? I know you're on the field, but I'm yeah, sure you look kind of- up.
0: <laughs> it's kind of a tough question for me to answer because you know we focus on the game from start to finish. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We do yeah, have yeah. a we do have a funny story of a player one time. You know, leaving halftime to go get a hot dog, he got real he got a <laughs> real big trouble for that. But uh, I'm not gonna name any names. But if he hears it, he knows who it is. And that, oh that was, yeah, that was, that, was, that was hilarious hearing that story. Uh, but uh, they obviously you know have concessions and stuff, and they have the okay. Forster Fanatics program where you can you know uh, be a part of you know basically a, a, you can call yourself a forester for that. You know, you can have, you know, your clothes, they can have your, you know, your merchandise, you know, yeah. all of your memorabilia and stuff like that. All, all those kind of mementos uh, for Lake Forest that you have can really prepare you for uh, game day and stuff like that. And I think they also have uh, a tailgating group, t- a tailgating crew where you can, you know, be on a list and have your own tailgate spot before the games. And one oh. thing I definitely, yeah, one thing I definitely say about, um, not, I don't, I don't I don't know too much about it. during the game, but yeah. sometimes they have, you know, old jerseys, just old just things on sale that you can, you know, wear and, and, and support as your gear. But, uh, but definitely before and after the game, the tailgate is definitely the scene uh, for Lake Forest uh, College game days. Uh, before, the, before the game, big tailgate, you know, all the fans, you know, uh, parents, families and all that. They're out there grilling, barbecuing, doing everything, having a good time before the game. And then, you know, we walk – we go through and walk through our forest and walk, you know, right, right in the middle of them. And it's, it's, it's a real good time because they get <laughs> hyped seeing us. And they start, you know, giving us fist bumps and, you know, screaming and beating on the, you know, big drum and stuff like that. It's, it's yeah. real electric. And then after the game, they have, you know, they still have an extended tailgate to where the players can come and, you know, get something to eat, you know, after the game. And they, they feed us really well. You know, hot dogs, burgers, you know, you name it, mac and cheese, all that kind of stuff, oh. you know? chips, you know, Gatorade, all that kind of stuff, where they they basically extend the tailgate for after the game. So, you know, players can really um, dive in and get something to eat. And that that really was important for me my first couple of years, because me being from Arizona, uh, I can count on, you know, one hand, how many times, you know, my my family was able to come to a game. Uh, So having that after the game was very important for me as far as, uh, you know, just feeling that family atmosphere, you know, while while my family isn't able to be here right now, you know, the people yeah. that were there definitely took me in as one of their own and, you know, made sure I was well taken care of as if I was one of their kids. So, and that's a really important aspect here at Lake Forest College is the family culture over everything. So I really appreciate that as well.
1: Now, the big question, you know, COVID, man, what happened in 2020, man? Oh, what was man. that your junior year? That kind yeah,
0: of- yeah, that was my junior well, well, year. Just like everything else, everyone else will say, is it was it was very long, very hard, and a very painstaking thing to go through. Uh and especially for football for a D3 football players. Yeah. Uh and, and any really any football player who got their season taken away, you know what I'm saying? Uh but for me, uh the silver lining in it is the fact that I was I was able to stay home, you know, and be with my family because going into my uh, junior – my the summer before my junior year, I wasn't planning on going back home for the summer. I was going to probably try to get an internship and uh, yeah, and stay on campus. So I wouldn't have seen my family uh, until December that year. So actually spending that extra time with them was was very nice. But, um, you know, just watching football on Saturdays, you know, just knowing, oh, man, I could be out there playing too. Um, sure. And then, you know, my high school – my high school, they still had their season. So I was at their games and stuff like that and just – try hard not to get jealous, but you know, as a football player, you definitely get jealous. You know, it's like, we had a really good thing going, you know, after my sophomore year, we were really, you know, primed for a really big season that junior year and to have COVID kind of take it away. uh, It was, it was very tough, you know. Um, And also I lost, you know, me personally, I lost a lot of strength over the COVID because obviously with the gyms and stuff being closed down, um, you know, I wasn't able to, you know, maintain my strength as, as I would have liked to have done. Um, and then once we got back and played for the spring, uh, you saw that in my play, you know, you saw I wasn't as strong, you know, as I normally had been, but luckily, you know, one off season with coach Cat, you know, and, and the guy yeah. definitely took care of that and got my strength back. So, but yeah, overall COVID was definitely tough for all of us. We were trying hard to just, you know, virtually, you know, stay together and stay connected with, you know, certain, um you know, activities we do as teams, meetings we'd have as yeah. teams, just to make sure we're all still together. And obviously we lost some guys, you know, um, you know to, to basically took COVID as far as guys not coming back and returning and stuff like that, um, But which, which is understandable. But I feel like, you know, our relationship as a team and our family culture is actually made stronger because of what we were doing over the COVID uh, period, you know, just everybody missing everybody and stuff like that. So um, it, was, it was very tough, but we got through it, so.
1: So, so you wiped out the entire year. You went back home, and that was it, right? Just Zoom yeah. meetings and yeah, okay. yes,
0: yes, it was oh, about man. from from March to I'll say January when we got back for that next spring semester. So I would say ten yeah. to eleven months, and you know throughout the yeah. through the whole football season. So
1: when did summer camp start?
0: Summer camp starts in uh, I believe August tenth this year, and we, okay. we, summer camp honestly it wasn't. And it's it's crazy because a lot of colleges, you know they have like month long summer camps or maybe two months. Yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Our summer camp literally is only like three weeks, you know, it's literally from a day the players get on campus. to you know, kickoff game one, it's about three and a half, three weeks and some change that go by. Um, but it seems like an eternity because obviously it's, you know, it's just practice meetings, meals, you know, and repeat. Yeah. So, but it's actually one of the better times of the, of the year for us. Cause we can, we get to focus strictly on being football players and strictly on you know, establishing who we are and getting better, and, and and stuff like
1: that. So, oh man, three weeks coming back that year off. Uh, <laughs> the, what, uh, what was the testing like? What uh, you don't have to give it away any secrets, but you know they do like a mile run or like what do you know what what do oh, they yeah. make you do?
0: We we definitely do have a conditioning test uh, upon arrival <laughs> upon arrival uh, to see if guys have been putting in work. Uh, but the thing, but and they did that every year. But the thing yeah. that was different about us this year is that we actually had a spring season. So it wasn't like we were fully a whole year and some change or move. You know, we had another spring season where we, you know, won uh, three games and had a little season there to be able to, you know, just polish ourselves and make sure we are, you know, uh, keeping everything up to code as far as football goes. But yeah, we definitely do have a uh, training camp uh, conditioning test that we do every single year. And uh, that, that, that test definitely will make a man out of you. Um <laughs> Or 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 a child, you know, which, which yeah, well, <laughs> Come one, on, has, cool, cool
1: saying, what, what, What's the test? What's the test?
0: Um, it's not really nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy, yeah. but it, but it feels like when you're running it, it's 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 a 300 yard shuttle. But and, and you you hear it, it's two 300 yard shuttles, right? And you and you hear that, and it's like okay, that's a lot of running, but it's not that bad. So basically, it's it's uh, six fifty down and back, basically. So so down yeah. fifty, back fifty, three times. And that's your 300 yards. But the thing that makes it hard is not the first one; it's the second one because you don't get, you know, but all you get is a minute, a minute rest until the second one, and you still have the same time to pass that second one after just having ran the first one. And that's where you get that, that's that's where you know the test really starts making a man out of you because uh, that first one, you know, it, the first one's a breeze. You know, it's like okay, you know, it's a lot of running, but you start huffing and puffing, and it's like it seems like okay, we get a minute break, and then um, the moment you Look up. Twenty seconds go by. He's blowing the whistle. You no, know, wow. Was like, that was already a minute, and then it's just like, uh, hey, you're back out oh. there going. So that's that's what our conditioning test is, and uh, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. You know, but we definitely <laughs> and we and we definitely lost some guys to that. So, um, oh yeah,
1: the old linemen. They're a special kind of crew. O line. That's a. <laughs> you know, all the smart guys were on the O-line. The D-line had, you know, all the good athletes and, and whatnot. I could speak. I was on the O-line, you know. What uh, what are some of the traditions some of the uh, <laughs> linemen do over there?
0: Uh, well, so, you know, we got our O-line, I call them the Hogs, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, you know, commemorating the, you know, 1980s Redskins, you know, dominant offensive line. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're rolling. Uh, they have this little thing they do, what they call O-line. They say, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's just – that's how they get it. That's how they get them, themselves going. And D-line, we just call ourselves the trench dogs. You know, that's, that's what we okay. are. Uh, and then overall, linemen, we're just a bunch of guys that like to get after it. You know, we get after each other uh, every day in practice, and we love, you know, beating up on people on Saturdays. So. Um.
1: again, <laughs> after the books too, man.
0: Definitely. You know, how how do, do you mix here. it
1: too? Because yeah. I definitely didn't do that. I'm like, and I, <laughs> oh, man. After camp, I, triples, and then practice, I'm like, I'm yeah. going to bed.
0: <laughs> and I definitely, you know, kind of rephrase the question, how do you do, mix it, too? It feels like three, four, five, and six sometimes. You know, it's, like, yeah. it's not only football and school, but it's organizations and other things that you, you know, may involve yourself in. And the organization part, that's kind of on you, depending on how involved you want to get on campus. But um, really, I always tell people there's never really a, a how-to you know, cause you never really have time to think about how to do that. It's just, you just do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I really can't explain, you know, that answer. It's just, that's what, that's what I've always done. And, and one thing I will say, definitely, um, getting on stuff early, just, just like, just like in our football games, getting on a team, jumping on them early and decisively making sure we do that. We have that same approach in our studies. You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, making sure we take care of things early. Don't wait till the last minute, have good, you know, time management skills and, and, and you'll be fine. You know, uh, 24 hours may not seem like enough time, but I promise you it is. So, you know, when it comes to practice, <laughs> film study and school and all this other stuff, if you just make sure you get on, get on top of things right now and don't delay and don't procrastinate and don't wait on things, that's when, you know, you'll find success. So that's basically how you juggle it. Just when you see, when you have some, you know, uh, on your plate just eat it right then and there you know don't 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 let it sit for a while and let your plate pile up over over and over and just compile so
1: so you're going to host some recruits when they come on you know what what are you going to tell those recruits that you wish somebody would have told you before when you when you came on what's your advice going to be
0: that's a good question um that's a very good question. You kind of stumped me yeah. on that one. Yeah, how you uh, doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing I'll say, and really for, and this was my Arizona guys, because usually that's who I get. Uh, whenever I'm posting recruit visits, that's what I get. I tell them, you know, um, and obviously you don't really have to tell them this because they, they're there during the visit, uh, yeah. but definitely prepare yourself for a long winter. You know, you know, it's prepare cold. yourself. It is cold up here, you know. Uh, and like I said, I don't have to tell them that because during the vi- the business are normally in January, in February, in March, stuff like that. So it's cold at that time. But uh, they're only getting you know a couple days of it. But I can't stress enough, you know. Um, definitely get your get your coat, get your jackets, <laughs> your boots, all that kind of stuff. If you have a car here, get all the necessary things you need. You know, scrapers. You know, windshield sure. covers, <laughs> all that kind of thing. You know, it's gonna it's. Cause the winters are long and they're very cold. Uh, cause my, for my first winter, you know, uh, was the polar vortex of 2018. So, and that, that, and me coming, like you said, me coming from Arizona, going straight to that, that was just, you know, like, wow, that, that was really a shell shock for me.
1: Uh, and it's a <laughs> oh funny story. A funny story did, you, behind- did you ever see snow before?
0: Oh, no, I have seen snow. It, it, does oh, okay, snow okay, Ari- okay. it does snow in Arizona in the high county. Not, not, not in the valley where I'm from, but in the higher elevation yeah. it does. Okay. But, yeah, no, no, nothing like, you know, uh, the Midwest. And uh, okay. um, it's like a funny story about the bullet vortexes. You know, I walk yeah. outside, and they obviously had those snow days to where they, they wouldn't have class. But uh, we, we still have to go to the cafe and eat. So I had to still walk outside to go eat. So I'm putting on all these different layers and bundles and stuff like that of clothes and everything. And then uh, the only thing that wouldn't be covered was my nose. So, you know, while I'm walking to the cab, you know, it's so cold out there. It feels like, you know, my nose has boogers in it. Uh, But really, it's, it, <laughs> right. it's really just all the moisture in your nose being frozen over instantly. And then as soon as you walk inside, your nose gets cleared. And it's like, where, where, where yeah. those boogers go? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got a, a running nose. So, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 but that was definitely a shock for me. But the silver lining in that is that, you know, that was still to date the worst winter I've ever experienced. And uh, even though, you know, it gets cold every year uh that was a record-breaking a record-breaking winter so it's not going to get I, I don't believe it'll get that cold again so uh yeah like this this coming you know when it's going to be cold but i've seen the worst so and i'm, I'm and i'm prepared for it so uh, that, that'll definitely be the thing i tell recruits is prepare for a long winter and uh just 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 it's gonna suck but just embrace it because you can, that, that's sure. what the midwest is so
1: Em, embrace the suck. Yeah, yeah. I'm from here, and yeah, that was a cold one, man. Even I was cold. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, now a couple, couple more questions. I'll let you get back to the books. You guys get any JUCOs, any junior colleges, come through at that level, or how how does that work? Because yeah, you know when you went yeah.
0: back home, Arizona.
1: Yeah, uh, Arizona and, and here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not really familiar about the junior college and community college scene out here. But okay. in Arizona, uh, that basically, you know, for a long time, JUCO was a lifeline for a lot of those players. You know, going back to yeah. what I was talking about with, you know, players not being under-recruited, JUCO was basically their second chance to, you know, finally get that look from the college coach they wanted. And unfortunately, in the past, you know, five or six years or so, you know, JUCO football in Arizona due to funding and some other things have kind of been dismantled. Yeah, And there's obviously other things that's, um uh, you know, at play when it comes – you know, to those things that I'm, not, I'm, I'm not truly, you know, fully aware of. But you know, JUCO football basically was stopped, and a lot of those kids basically got robbed of that opportunity to just, you know, to show what they can do. Yeah. Uh, and but they seem like they're back on the mend at this point. You know, they're they're trying to get some, you know, JUCO football team back up and running in Arizona. A uh, shout out to Coach Mike Denny. He's uh he was a coach, uh for Ch- on Chandler's Chandler football's uh, coaching staff. He's become the head coach of the uh, Gila River Hawks. Uh, they're one of the JUCO teams that really, okay. you know, are doing a great job getting guys out there, uh, getting guys, you know, names out there, you know, to be able to play at the next level. So uh, I love what they're doing, trying to bring JUCO football back to Arizona, and I just want to encourage them to keep on going with that. So,
1: well, you know, everybody's seen Last Chance You, and yeah. they don't do they don't do football anymore, so. You you got you got your Alabamas and then you got you know your your last chance you somewhere in between if you if you, if you can follow into there and play some ball, get your school paid for, you know, more power to you. Any of the foresters go on to the next level we want to give a shout out to, even Europe or anything?
0: Uh yes, we got a couple guys on the team who are going to uh go out for uh pro days, and I believe they're definitely, you know, and, that, and that's actually big news for Lake Forest, because it's you know, yeah. Not not that doesn't happen very often. Um, right. but I believe, you know, our punter, Logan Person, you know, keep keep him on the radar, watch out for him, keep him on the radar. You know, okay. he's leading the conference. He's 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 having us lead the conference in punting right now. Uh his punting numbers are are totally insane. Um, and he's definitely gonna go to Northwestern for uh the pro day once he's done playing here to try to uh see what he can do at the next level. And I think he's totally capable of doing that. And I believe um our, our wide receiver AJ Jackson. He also was going to take a crack at a pro day as well. And I also believe he's more than capable of making making strides at the next level as well. So uh, definitely want to keep encouraging those guys and, and lifting those guys up uh, through that through that journey as well. Because I believe, you know, they they can do some real good things at the next level, and play some good football. So
1: well, you tell Logan and AJ, man, I want to talk to them. All right, awesome, definitely, and they, they they be more than happy to
0: be on the show as well. So
1: oh, uh, I'll, I'll let them absolutely. know. Jamari, thank you for coming on the show today.
0: Thank you so much, Pete, once again, for having me. Uh, you know, like I said, my first podcast ever, you know, I'm not really a big podcast guy. It's just my first time being on it, so definitely. Yeah. It, was, it was cool talking to you today. So uh, I appreciate you and all you do. So thank
1: you. Oh, man, you're a pro. You're a pro. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about in the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and I can be reached at Pete at Podcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes below. On behalf of my co-host, Scoo Walker, we thank you for listening, and we thank our Patreon supporters, Church of the Holy Spirit and Reverend Luke Beck and Matt A. Cue the band.